Hey, this is Gratuitous. Welcome to Music Production Made Simple, the show that focuses on best practices about music production, which is based on FL Studio. If you're wanting to become the best producer you could be, subscribe and listen weekly. You can also check out my courses, which teach you the principles and basics of music production. They'll get you up and running quickly. In addition, I also have books on Amazon and tons of music on Spotify. Always feel free to hit me up at hi at itsgratuitous.com. So let's get into the episode. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 21. This episode, we are going to be talking about automation clips inside of FL Studio. Now, FL Studio has a very, very unique way of approaching automation clips. We'll be covering what automation clips are here in a second. But when we talk about other DAWs, other music production programs, if you watch tutorials, for example, let's just say like Logic and stuff like that, they make it really, really easy to use automation clips. For example, let's say there was a vocal, you want to reduce one of the words or whatever, you can easily just reduce the volume of that one word. Uh, with FL Studio, there's a little bit of a process. You actually have to like highlight the area on the playlist, right click like, you know, the volume, create an automation clip still actually create your points and then you can actually start adjusting and you know you can get really fine-tuned and stuff like that but just the whole process behind fl studios automation system i find is really cumbersome and just takes a lot longer than what is required in, inside of other daws so personally i think this is something where fl studio does need to improve is within their automation clips they work you're able to achieve great stuff but like i'm saying you're not able to achieve uh I guess, as fast of choices uh, in compared to other music programs, right? Like, so FL Studio kind of struggles when it comes to using actual audio clips, whereas other DAWs, they're a lot, they are a lot more powerful. So in this episode, I want to talk about how to use automation clips in FL Studio and some kind of best practices uh, for when it gets confusing, because it can get confusing. I just want to give you guys a little update. So uh, I missed last week. I'm sorry. Uh, the reason for that is just I just been really busy on the sense of, you know, the back end of things. Uh, me being an electrician, I'm actually taking this course and it's every single Saturday for the past six Saturdays. So that's taken up a full Saturday. Like It, it was like a full eight hour course for six Saturdays. So like I'm saying, that was kind of eating up a lot of my time and I just kind of juggled around my time um, and I just decided just to kind of take a week off of the podcast there. In the new year, all you know, my time is going to be freed up, and I'll be able to focus a little bit more. Um, but yeah, and then now, also, I just want to share again that ten steps to become an FL Studio Pro. It is now released. <laughs> that was a long course to put together. I talked about it quite a bit in previous episodes. Uh, again, awesome camera. Had a green screen. Got a new microphone for that. Turned out really, really good. It's an eight-hour course. I'll leave that link in the in the show notes. Again, it's called 10 Steps to Become an FL Studio Pro. Uh, it's an awesome course. You guys should check it out. Okay, so let's get into the episode and talk about automation clips in FL Studio. So let's just talk about automation clips and you know what are they okay so an automation clip allows you to do things automatically inside of your song that you have to set up beforehand let's say uh, we're talking about filters so filters are super super powerful uh, with music production they allow for intense emotion for example when we talk about audio painting uh, audio painting is just a term that I've coined over the years and I just use it to help communicate with my listener to prepare them for what's next in the song. Uh, and by using filters with automation clips, we can set this up beforehand uh, to make it work in our song. Okay. So again, at the most basic level, an automation clip you set up beforehand to do work for you when you hit play. 
And it can be anything, right? It can be anything from volume to panning to uh, EQs or settings, whether they be on or off. Now, let's talk about how to create an automation clip inside of FL Studio. So for the most part, it's really, really easy. So for example, let's say we wanted to uh, create a high cut filter. Okay, so the high cut removes the high frequencies. Okay, so let's say we want to create a high cut filter to kind of reduce some of the highs and then bring the highs back in. And this is a popular technique to create a, a motion. And you know, it's a filter to kind of break down a song at a certain moment and then bring back the emotion, the tension. Okay. So what you would do is let's say on a mixer insert, what you would do is you would just click on the, click on the mixer insert or so you kind of got to think, it's like, do you want to apply this filter to like the master, which is going to affect the whole song, or are you only wanting to filter out some instruments? If it's some instruments, you might want to route those to like a subgroup. You could put the filter on there. Uh, let's keep it simple. Let's say we want to filter out the whole song and then bring back the full emotion. Okay. So we're going to put the filter on the master. So you would simply just click on the master, open up like the fruity parametric EQ2, uh, they describe these filters differently than high cut and low cut. So they actually describe them as low pass and high pass. And it's actually kind of opposite thinking. I really like when it's just high cut and low cut. It's just the simplest way to think about it. A low cut cuts your low frequencies. A high cut filter cuts your high frequencies. Okay. But anyway, so you're going to be wanting to actually have a low pass filter on that parametric EQ2. Okay. It's going to allow the lows to pass while you're cutting the highs. And what you would do is on the master track, you just open up that EQ. Okay. Within the actual playlist, what you want to do is you want to highlight. Okay. So you can do that. You can do that by holding on control and left click and highlighting. Uh, you have to do it on like the bars in the playlist. That's just like the numbers at like the top, or you can simply just double click and hold and drag, or uh, actually using the right click to kind of highlight sections is pretty powerful too, because you can actually add on to what you previously highlighted. It gives you a little bit more flexibility. Okay. Now, once you have it highlighted, it's just a matter of on the actual EQ, you're going to go to that band, you're going to right click on it, and you're going to see an option to create automation clip. Now, again, you can do this with any knob for the most part inside of FL Studio. Like, let's say we talk about like the step sequencer. If you're working with a sound, you can simply just like right click like the volume knob or like the pan knob and you'll see create automation clip. Okay. And now on the automation clip, you'll see that it just appears on the playlist. And in order to access these automation clips within the step sequencer, you're going to see like a little drop down. You'll see like all or automation or unsorted, or if you have audio clips in there, you know, you'll see that kind of stuff. So you can simply just click automation and that's where all like the clips are, the automation clips. But within the playlist, now your automation clip should be created. Um, now, if you right click, you can create points. And if you right click again on that point, you have tons of options for different uh, styles of points. So for example, you can go from like stairs or different types of curves. You can do like double curves. And this is just where you can start getting really, really creative with your automation clips to fine tune it to get it exactly how you want it to sound. Okay. So all you have to do is just kind of set it up to how you want it to sound and you're good to go for the most part. Like that is really how simple automation clips are. Um, you know, um, it is something you want to play around with, fiddle around with, because this is what's going to take your music to the next level in a sense of being creative. Like this is like the sky is the limit when it comes to automation clips and what you can automate, what you can control. It's really, really powerful stuff. Now, I just want to cover some kind of um, funky stuff when it comes to FL Studio and these automation clips, okay? So when you create an automation clip inside of FL Studio, what happens is 
it literally takes like a snapshot of that automation clip at that moment in time. And so what that means is that it literally will kind of store that state. So if you put the cursor before or after the uh, automation clip, you'll notice that the state of your EQ, okay, because we're going to talk about like that low pass filter or the high cut filter, uh, you'll notice that like the state of the high cut filter keeps changing when it goes before or after. And as you start to kind of, you know, fiddle around when you're kind of mixing the track, you're trying to get it ready for a commercial release or whatever, this can kind of be really, really annoying. So what you can do is you can kind of go up into the browser, okay? So in FL Studio, the browser is where you access like your sounds or like where you can access like your current project, your history, uh, backups, um, you know, all that kind of stuff, okay? So within the browser, you're going to want to click current project, okay? Inside a current project, you're going to see initialized controls, okay? And when you've created the automation clip, you'll see that it has saved the states here. Now you can just delete this. And what this is going to do is it's not going to listen to uh, that picture that you created when you created the automation clip. Okay. Because again, it kind of takes like a little snapshot. It remembers like the last state that you created the automation clip in. Okay. And you can, you can just delete it here. Um, personally, what I would recommend to you is so if you want to have that let's say high cut filter start at a different state. Okay. From what you originally created it at, just simply go back to that EQ, go back to that same slider or knob, whatever that you created the automation clip on. And again, if you right click where it says create automation clip, don't, don't click that. You're going to see something called a knit song with this position. Okay. So set up that EQ to how you want it to start now. And now you can simply press init song with this position, and this will override what you have previously created with the automation clip. Okay. So that is just a really powerful thing to know within FL studio. Uh, this init song with this position, it just kind of resets that snapshot that FL studio uh, stored when you created that automation clip. Okay. Now here is a powerful trick I've discovered over the years. Uh, let's say we're dealing with a plugin like D blue glitch. Okay. So this is a plugin that allows you to manipulate, uh, your audio. Okay. So you can do like tape stops. You can do like stutters, reverses, glitches, uh, tons of crazy stuff. So it's a manipulation plugin. So in other words, it's a very, very aggressive plugin, depending on, you know, how you set it up. But for the most part, it's very, very aggressive. So if I were to put that on the master track, I don't want it playing all the time. And so what I have discovered over the years is within the mixer. Okay. So when you actually add a plugin onto an insert, okay, you actually have a mix knob. Okay. And that's just beside the actual plugin. You have a mix knob right there. And what I will actually do is I will actually turn the mix knob all the way to zero. So what I'm telling FL studio is that right now I don't want this plugin to work. Okay. So if I were to right click it and create an automation clip that is telling FL studio that I actually want this plugin to be off all the time until I turn it on. Okay. So within the automation clip, I can enable it whenever I want to enable it. And then I just simply disable it by bringing, by creating a new point and bringing it down. A really powerful pro tip is to use the hole. Okay. So within an automation clip, if you just right click to create a point, you're going to right click, you're going to see hold. That is a really powerful uh, point. 
um, when you're wanting to enable and disable a plugin really, really fast, okay? Now, one last thing I wanna talk about with automation clips is when I create automation clips, I actually like to highlight the area I'm working in and I'll create the automation clip just for that area. If I wanna reuse that automation clip, it's just a matter of holding down shift, clicking and bringing that automation clip over to the next area I wanna work with. If I wanna make it a little bit different, I can right click on that second automation clip, which is now a duplicate. But if you right click in the top left corner, you can make unique. Okay. So now you've just made a different version of that same automation clip. So you can kind of tweak it a little bit differently further on in the song. Uh, you'll notice that some people, when they create automation clips in FL Studio, they will literally just create the automation clip for the whole length of the song. I personally find that unnecessary and kind of annoying to look at. I like to just have it simple. You have the automation clip just for the area it's working in. And that's how I like the flow. Okay. So I just want to share one thing before we wrap up this episode is I've actually created a free tutorial uh, on automation clips. Okay. So I went super, super in depth, pretty much everything I told you already, except you're actually able to see it visually. And I really truly believe it will help you understand automation clips in FL studio and how to use them at more of a professional level in a sense of really understanding how they work, how FL studio stores them, um, how you can kind of manipulate them, be creative with them. Again, I'll leave that link in the show notes. Hopefully you guys learned something in this episode about automation clips. FL Studio, you know, it's it's powerful, their automation clips. But again, I feel that this is an area where they need to improve if they want to really compete against a lot of the, you know, other DAWs like Logic and like Pro Tools and stuff like that. Creating automation clips in those DAWs, um, I haven't used them before, but just like from watching uh, tutorials over the years, it was just a matter of them just putting their mouse on like the, the audio clip and being able to create the automation clip right then and there, fine tune on like that one word or whatever. And it's just like the flexibility is just so awesome. FL Studio, you actually have to create an automation clip, create the points, fine tune it, and, you know, kind of work that way. Um, but again, you know, that's just kind of my opinion, but that's just what I feel where FL Studio could really improve is the automation clips. Okay, so hopefully you guys liked the episode. Let me know if you'd like me to you know, create an episode on a certain topic um, and have a good week, guys. Take care. Thanks for checking out the episode. If you had any questions, visit itsgratuitous.com slash podcast, select an episode and submit your question at the bottom of the page to the contact form. If you'd like to take my FL Studio courses, see my current studio and podcasting gear, read my books or are interested in lessons, visit the link itsgratuitous.com slash learning. That page will redirect you to more info and resources. I hope the best with your productions. I'm Gratuitous and I'll see you in the next episode.